the fire, the cloud, and a place to meet. Good news, we're moving. Amen? That's a good thing. Now here's the great news, is we do have a temporary spot, but no long-term landing place yet. Someone say yet. Only one person said yet. Yet? Okay, yet. Now some of you may be wondering why I asked or, or, or said that that is a great news. Well, hang with me for a moment and you'll see. Uh, this, uh, so so here, I don't have a whole lot of PowerPoint. Actually, I have, that's the only PowerPoint I got. But we do have a lot of scripture going and uh, I believe we'll try to make this happen. So, Israel, we all know who Israel is, right? We all know the story of Exodus and how the, the, uh, the nation of Israel were slaves to the Egyptian people. And Israel, for so long, been crying and praying for a way out of their situation. And God hears their cry and sends Moses. And through a series of events, including the death of the firstborn male child, including Pharaoh's son, he let the nation of Israel go. I'm not sure if it was free, but he let him go. And just imagine for a moment what that must have sounded like. See, for hundreds and thousands of years or however long it was, they were stuck in captivity. And all of a sudden, Moses comes along and then they say, you know, we got the decree that says uh, from Pharaoh, let these people go. Get them out of my hair. Well, I don't know if Pharaoh had any, or Pharaoh had any hair, but anyways, for all of you bald people. By the way, it's really good to see my bald brother, Jamie. Pastor Jamie, he is a pastor, by the way, missionary Jamie. Uh, it's really good to see you. By the way, I want to let you know your daughter superseded you. The anointing that was on you was superseded. I'm just letting you know now. Alyssa's got some great things, and so does your other daughters. So just imagine the noisy chatter of thousands of people saying, is this really happening? How are we going to get to where we need to go? And who is this Moses? How long is it going to take for us to get there? I love how God orchestrates everything. Because Dennis had no idea of the words that I'd be using in this thing. The who's, the what's, the where's, the how's, the why's. And again, the same questions that are being asked by many of us here about the move. Many of you, if not all, at some point in your life, have asked the same questions about your own personal self. When, why, who, what, what, whenever, whatever. Now this is where we're going to pick up our theme text. And I want you to look in Exodus. We're going to be staying in the Old Testament. I study and I prepare from a, uh, a King James Version. But uh, you can go ahead and read along in the NLT. Uh, forgive me, I do not have the uh, uh, page numbers. Um, oh, by the way, this is the greatest gift that we could ever give you. Take it, please. Please, remember like I said last time I preached, 
Give it to somebody that the Lord tells you to. Don't arbitrarily hand it out. But give it to somebody that the Lord gives says, yep, you need to give this Bible to. So keep it, take it, uh, please, by all means. All right. So Exodus chapter 13, verse 21 through 22. And I'll read it from the version that I have. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. To go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. This is a supernatural phenomenon. Okay? Supernatural. Put your thinking caps on. Imagine if I disappeared and you saw a cloud where there once was a really cute guy. Why y'all laughing? No, anyway. No, just imagine. I mean, it's a really, really, really cool phenomenon that's happening. And God says, you know what? I'm a thrice holy God, but I'm going to love thy people so much that I'm going to show up right where they need me. They need direction. They're moving. And they need direction. So I'm going to show up in the cloud and fire. His very presence shows up and all those questions are who, what, when, where, why, and how. They all seem to, seem to take a back seat and says, okay, I don't got it all. But evidently this guy that shows up in clouds and fire, yeah, he does. We just experienced a wonderful time of praise and worship. And it's in moments like these We've got a choice to make, family. It's either we praise and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, or we worship the problem. Whoo! Say it. Listen to it. I've tried to get ahead of the presence of God. I've tried to get behind, get in front of the cloud and get in front of the fire. Another verse of scripture I want you to look at is Exodus chapter 40, verse 36. Exodus chapter 40, verse 36. And it reads, And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not. Someone say, journeyed not. Okay. Until the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was upon the tabernacle by day, and fire was on it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all of their journeys. You ever been lost? Man, I'm a driver for Amazon. Whoo! Who whoever put like numbers that go from 306 to 316 and then like skip a whole section. Anyways, this is being recorded, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna behave. God shows up and he says, I'm your GPS. I'm your GPS. I'm gonna show you where to go. I'm gonna show you go right, left, go straight. Look, when you when I move, you move. The cloud and fire of God 
is a representation of his glory. We just had a snippet, a taste of this morning of the kind of glory that God exudes. Brothers and sisters, we have to align our hearts with that glory that God has. We have to get in with him. When he moves, he moves. And when he moves, we move. We say what he says. His glory is revealed not only to us, but to people around us. We become infectious to them. It attracts the Lord. The glory attracts people. And they begin to see something that's going on. Just like Pastor Dennis was saying. The sweeter the fellowship, the stronger the fellowship. Next thing you know, people are saying, hey, can I help out? Uh, yeah, we could really use your help. Like about 6 a.m. in the morning, Sunday? No, I'm just, I'm just joking. I don't know when, but praise God. They tend to pitch in and help out. Let me prove this statement to you that, that, that people are affected. And we're still going to stay in, in, in the Old Testament. Look at Numbers, the book of Numbers, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Chapter 10, verse 29. And it reads, And Moses said to Hobab, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I like the way I say it. And Moses said unto Hobab, the son of Raguel, the Midianites, Moses' father-in-law. So basically he's talking to his brother-in-law. We are journeying unto the place of which the Lord said, I will give it to you. That's the Lord saying that. And Moses said, come now with us and we will do thee good. For the Lord has spoken good concerning Israel. And he said unto him, this is Hobab speaking. I will not go, but I will depart to mine own land and to my own kindred people. And he said, Leave us not, Moses said. I pray thee, for as much as thou knowest how to encamp in the wilderness, thou mayest be instead of us eyes, meaning to say that this guy knew where to go in the wilderness. He knew how to camp. He knew how to set things up. Let me just say this. If you know how to set things up and you're an administrator and you just like to get down and grunt, we need you. So he's saying, come on, you know how to do things. You know how to set things up in the wilderness. And it shall be, if thou go with us, yea, it shall be that what goodness the Lord shall do unto us, the same will be doing unto you. You get that? You see, when the glory of God hits you, other people are affected. Other people begin to say, what's up with this people? What's up with Harold? Working like, you know, at, at, at late at night at Facebook and then coming on Saturday morning and Sunday well, Saturday night and Sunday morning and, and, and doing all this stuff. The guy's done toward uh, 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 work out. But you don't seem tired. You look good, bro. You really look good. You look refreshed. What's up with that? You see, when the glory hits your life, other people begin to take notice. Family, we got to get ready. As we embark on this journey from one place to another, this is a crucial time 
for us to reach out to our friends and families. This is a crucial time. You got neighbors? At least I hope you do. If you don't, go find somebody. Go see the Starbucks and go invite people. Listen to what God tells you to do because he'll show you people to talk to. But what I'm saying is, is that we need to share with them what's happening. We need to share with them what God is doing. See, God wants to use this move that's happening as a way of attracting and drawing people to him and him alone. It's got nothing to do with you or me. And as we move further on in the chapter, the same in Numbers, verse 33, and it says, And they departed from the mount of the Lord, three days' journey. And the ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them in three days' journey to search out a resting place for them. That's us. We're searching, right? And the cloud of the Lord was upon them by day, and they went out of the camp. And it came to pass when the ark set forward, when they were moving ahead, that Moses said this, Rise up, Lord, and let thine enemies be scattered, and let them that hate thee flee before thee. And when he rested, he said, Return, O Lord, unto the many thousands of Israels. Did you get that? No, let me teach you. Follow me here. When God is on the move, that should be our posture. The posture is declare. We have been on this from fast. We've been uh, from asking with an expectant heart. We've been declaring. We've been talking about the, declare, the declaration of promises of God. Yes and amen. But that should be our posture. Moses cried out saying, rise up, O Lord. Let all those who hate you be brought down. During this season of moving, our posture needs to be that, of declaring the victory that God has for us. Amen? No, I didn't hear you. We need to declare. You Look, something that y'all got to know about me is uh, I need somebody to talk back to me, please. I like class participation. All right? So we need to declare the goodness of God in the land of the living. Brother Harold, you had no idea what I was going to preach on. But yet, God orchestrated it. How many of you know God got a plan? Don't ever forget that. If you're moving somewhere and you have no idea where to go, God told Abraham, he said, go get. Abraham didn't say where. Abraham said, come on, Sarah, we got to go. Where are we going? It don't matter, just follow me. Just go. Come on, just go. We need to declare his promises are yes and amen over our lives and yes corporately here at Hope Christian Church. The devil will try to make us fail, but try as he may, he will fail. Amen to that? Because my Bible says if God is before me, who can be against me? The Red Sea couldn't hold God's people, right? So the Red Sea couldn't hold God's people. The wall of Jericho couldn't stop God's people. The giant talked all the smack he wanted to about God's people. But what did God do? God used the faith of a youth like Alyssa and like your daughter, Jamie, and like Good Harold, your daughter, and all your youth. He said, I'm going to use the faith of 
the Jews to take the head off of the uncircumcised Philistine. When we move with God, there is a protection that comes. When we move with God, there is a provision. When we move with God, there is a direction. It's when we think that we got it all figured out and we get into trouble. Hold on, let me look in the mirror. Right, G? I'm guilty of that. You know, with that being said, hear me out. It's not 320 Campus Lane that we are after. I'm going to say that again. It is not 320 Campus Lane that we are after. Rather, it is the sovereignty. Dennis didn't know I was going to say that word. But God did. It is the sovereignty of God that we are after. Woo. I'm going to give you about like 10 seconds to take that in. Because that's so good. Yeah. God wants us to take the posture of asking and declaring. But don't let the object of that prayer be an idol. I say that. You know why I say that? It's because I was letting it become an idol. I'll admit that. But what I had to realize this is it had nothing to do with where we will land. It has everything to do with where God's sovereignty is taking us. See, Jesus prayed, not my will, but Father, your will be done. Be it 320 Campus Lane or another lane, wherever we go, we know that God is the one that ordains the steps of a righteous. He ordains this church. Praise God for the for his victory. People will begin to take notice. People in government will begin to, re re they, they will say this. In regions locally here in Fairfield, Solano County, people in, uh, in City Hall, wherever it is, people locally will stop and ask, what is up with this small church named Hope Christian Church? What is up? It's because, like Pastor Dennis prayed, and I love how God orchestrates everything. We do it humbly. We don't come up there chest pumped out. It's me. No, brothers and sisters, you got it wrong. It's all about God. And what God wants to do in and through us in these last days, it's time to stop playing. It's time to get going. It's time to get moving. Someone say, move. Man, y'all getting me excited. And when people show up either at Rodriguez High School or Rockville Bible or 320 Lane or wherever it is, we will be careful to say this. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise. Say it with me. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Hmm. Well, there is a song that we are. Uh, Brother Harold, I think you sang this song when we were in junior high school airtime. It goes like this. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, I lift my hands in worship. 
as I praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, I lift my hands in worship as I praise your holy name. Right now, I gotta stop because I'm seeing something. You know that song, we, uh, This Is How We Fight Our Battles? Okay. And last, uh, last time when Pastor Dennis was preaching in the Jehoshaphat, okay, this is what I saw happening as, as we were singing and during worship. This is what happened. The worship team was there right in the middle, and they were surrounded, okay, by Amalekites or whatever, whoever was fighting these, all these nations coming against them. And what I saw was as the worshipers were singing, we were in a circle. They were surrounded by us, but we started singing. And what happened was, was they all fell flat. They all fell down. They all fell like dominoes, right? They were all fall, they all fell down. This is what happens, brothers and sisters. When God moves, when we follow the directions of the Lord, and He says, fast and pray, and He says, send out the praise and worshipers and sing and praise, for you will not have to fight this battle. You will not have to fight this battle. That's a word for somebody. You've been fighting a disease or you've been fighting a sickness. And God says, you don't have to fight this. You've been doing it on your own. He says, give it up. Move with me. Sorry. I'm skipping through a bunch of stuff. I don't want to take too much time. Lord, this should be our prayer. Lord, we don't want your hand. We want your face. Lord, let your glory fill this body. Fill your bride, Lord. This should be your prayer. Let every church body that meets under your name declare your goodness. Let every church body that meets under your name experience your glory in such a way that it overtakes, overshadows, and overthrows the enemy. Everything that the enemy stole from your people, Lord God, let us go after it with this in mind. We shall pursue, overtake, and recover all. Amen. Lord, when you go, we will go. When you move, when you love, we will love. When you serve, Lord, we will serve. I will follow you. That should be the prayer of our heart. Next. I'm almost done. I want to draw your attention to Exodus 33. 7 through 11. I'm going to read it. Exodus 33, 7 through 11. We we're today talking about the uh, a place to meet. 
And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without, without the camp, afar off from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that everyone which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without camp. And it came to pass that when Moses went out unto the tabernacle, and all the people rose up, stood every man at his tent door, and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. We'll stop there for a moment. I want you to focus on this first. This saying here. He called it a tabernacle of congregation. In some of your translations, it's called the the tabernacle of meeting or a tent of meetings. And it came to pass that everyone which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation. Look, as we're moving, I love it when Pastor Dennis said, this is not a break. It's not time for breaking. You know, when their football happens, they say break or hut. That's not, oh, we're going to go take a break, go grab a burger. That's, no, we have a plan that we have to put in place. We have a mission that we have to execute. God is saying, you need direction, brothers and sisters? Come here. Come to the house of God. Get around people that hear the voice of God. Get around people that need to hear what you have to say or what God says. Because don't nobody want to hear what I have to say. Because I, I personally have nothing to say, but God has everything to say, and he'll use me through it. Look, if God can use a donkey, he can use me. Okay? Sometimes I don't talk right, but that's okay. Because God can use anybody. So get, he said, if you want direction, if you need, you're seeking something for your life. We just had a ministry time of altar. That's where you come in, and you say, look, God... I don't have it together. I am a broken piece of glass. Help. This is not a time for breaking. This is a time for activating. It's a time for moving forward. Get with God's people. Don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together. Verse 9, and it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle with Moses. The Lord talked. But here's the question. When the Lord talks, do you hear? Do you hear? Sometimes I don't. But God is always speaking to you people. He's speaking to you. He wants to love on you. This is the charge that I give you, church. Hope Christian Church. Get into the dwelling place of where God is. We are the tent of beatings. 
Because Christ has made us his dwelling place. Know this, wherever we go, I don't care whether it's 320 or whether it's 120 or whether it's no 20. I just want to go where God wants me to go. And that should be our prayer. This morning, God has a gift for you. I wish Alyssa was here. She's not. It's okay. God has a gift for you this morning. And everything I've said and everything I've talked about about the move and God moving forward starts right here. It starts with God, the Father, saying, I've got a gift for you. His name is Jesus. I'd be remiss. I don't know your hearts. I don't know you need to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know. But I want to give you that opportunity. Will you accept it? Will you accept the gift of the indwelling of your heart by the one called Jesus the Christ? He loves you so much, and he loves you that much. So with that, the invitation is put out. This prayer that we have, all you have to do is, it starts right here as a prayer, but then God's going to radically change your life. You tried living your life another way, but God says, why don't you just give me a chance, because I will radically move you. Say, Jesus, I accept you into my heart. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And you rose again in victory. I confess, yeah, I'm a sinner. And I repent from my sins. Turning away, Lord. Turning to you. And I receive your Holy Spirit to help me build the rest of my days for you. Thank you, Jesus, for radically, supernaturally changing my life. I'm moving forward in your direction, in your sovereignty, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, Pastor Dennis, uh, you close it out? Yeah. I hope you were blessed. God loves you so much. Continue to gather together. This ain't a time for break. It's a time for motivate. Amen.